0: one second i'm gonna do this See if i can open up these curtains there we go that's a little better all right guys welcome to the after review podcast i'm back in charleston for the weekend just hanging out with my fam um right now just chilling at my sister's house uh looks like they had a birthday pretty recently um but uh yeah i'm kind of doing the math. Um, but uh yeah, guys, I'm so excited. Uh sorry for the long week. I know I've been absent for you know about a week or so, but i uh, had a had a pretty busy week right now, just trying to get back into the flow of things, trying to get you know, try to release some more pods. You can actually see my mic. That's actually really funny. Here, let me do this. You oh, know, that's see my mic. There we go. But trying trying to get back in the swing of things, I got a lot of hot takes from week two. Got a couple issue apologies I need to issue. I'm just going to roll right into it. The first one I got to apologize to is dude, Tua Tagovailoa, threw 6 touchdowns, six tutties, you know, uh, 4 in the 4th quarter. 480 yards. You know, I- I'm going to say it. I'm going to apologize. Um, I I've been a Tua doubter. I don't I don't think he was a franchise quarterback. I'm not a big Tua guy. But clearly there's something there whether it's Mike McDaniel scheming up great offensive plays or Tua just being a franchise guy. You know what? And I'll say it. he was a winner at Alabama he you know he's he's you know he's a top draft pick you know he he might not be the biggest guy might not be the most talented um my take on Tua initially was listen like his comp is Drew Brees I don't think he could ever be Drew Brees that's just me I, it's it's really i mean you're expecting someone to be top 10 quarterback of all time if that's your comp i'm going to lean away from that comp just because I, it's hard for me to believe that you know anyone is going to be you know it's it's like you know you know um It's like comparing, you know, saying Trey Lance's comp, you know, if he could get there is Patrick Mahomes. Is it possible? Maybe. But is it very unlikely that he's going to get there? 100%. It's hard to be Patrick. It's hard to be Drew Brees. So I'm going to, but like I said, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to say, I'm going to eat that take. I don't know if I'm going to be wrong in the long run, but at least for week two of this NFL 2022, I was wrong. Two is, a, two is a darn good player. He threw six touchdowns. Like I said, four in the fourth quarter. Brought him back versus the Ravens. I don't know what they were doing on defense. Um, I saw someone on Twitter say, you know, how about let's try the block, like stop Tyreek or like, you know, Jalen Waddell or something play. But you know what? Like I said, I'm going to give two of his flowers. He played well. He had, He made a couple really nice throws. I saw someone uh, flipped the image of him. So it made him look like he was throwing right-handed quarterback. I realized immediately I felt more comfortable with him. So whether it's him being a lefty or being a little undersized, small guy, you know, I, you know, I got, like I said, I got to give it to him. He played really well. He, you know, threw four, you know, threw six touchdowns, four in the fourth quarter, got to give it to him. He played outstanding. Um, looking forward to seeing what the uh, you know, I think Miami's going to really struggle versus the bills. Their defense. This is the, you know, I'm gonna go and talk about week three real quick. This is gonna be a litmus test for the Dolphins. You could play really well versus the Bills and still lose by ten points. But Jordan Poyer, Mike Hyde, their two safeties, there is a chance that they might be out. If they are out versus the Miami Dolphins, I wouldn't take the Dolphins, but I would, I would take them to cover. Uh, I think right now, let me check um, here. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll jump into ESPN real fast. I'm gonna to check to see what the odds are. Um, I feel like that's gonna be a pretty high over/under game. And now I'm, you know, like I said, I, I don't bet. I, I wish, you know, I'm, for religious reasons, I don't bet. But you know, all right, cool. So Buffalo is favored by five points, and they are at the Dolphins. So Vegas is thinking. I think the I think the home field advantage spread is now two and a half, right? So Vegas is basically saying that Bills are over a touchdown better than. The Dolphins and I'll take that. I would say that that's consistent with you know the performance I've seen from both teams. However, if Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, the Bills' safeties are out, I'm I'm gonna bet and say that the the Dolphins aren't gonna win out right, but they could easily cover. I think they could you know I think they could pull it you know 30, 27. Um, But I'm excited to see that game. I'm super excited for this week. You know, sad that I didn't kind of get get to it a little sooner. And start covering you know some of these week two NFL, but I'm gonna hit a pot out today. I'm probably gonna hit a pot out you know probably first thing Monday morning. Um, I think I might I think it might work Monday morning, but I'm gonna try to hit a pot out you know sometime Monday, and then out like I said, just roll back in the normal schedule. You know, um, try to hit one Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday mornings. But like I said, guys, um, the other apology I need to issue is for one Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. I you know i i've never been a huge kyler murray guy but when i watched them play versus the cardinals or versus the chiefs i was like ha they suck this is awesome i was right you, i i'm still out on kyler i would not want him to be my franchise quarterback but clearly he's got a lot of talent he's a very good player you know anyone you know my my mom you know my my, my you know my fiance could watch him run around the field and say that guy's really talented he's fast he's quick not very strong, not very big, but he is fast. So when you run a 4-2, you can just get away from NFL players. And clearly Kyler does have a lot of talent. He's extremely good at what he does, but came back, led that comeback win versus the Raiders. So I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give, you know, Kyler, you know, give him his props, man. He played really well in the fourth quarter, just like Tua. And uh, they came back. So it was a good week for the undersized quarterbacks. Um, you know, Tua and uh, Kyler, man, they, they pulled one. They pulled a you-know-what out of you-know-where um, put. The, you know, like I said, I'm going to issue those apologies right off the bat. I'm going to hit some other topics around the league. Um, I'm going to, you know, go and say it. My hot take of this week, right? I don't think the Chiefs are as good as we think they are. Um, yeah, I, I said week – I think it was week two. I said the Chiefs are number, number two. I'd say the Bills, the Chiefs. That, that, I think I flip-flopped him. I think I had the Chiefs-Bills, right? Or no, I think it was the Bills-Chiefs. Um, I, I don't know the Colts. I, I don't know if the Chiefs are that great. Now, they're averaging the same amount of you know yards per catch that they had before Tyreek left. A couple things are pointing that – let me say this. When I say that the Bill, the Chiefs might not be as good as everyone thinks they are, you, know, you have two kind of factions in the NFL right now. You have the ones that kind of think that the Chiefs could be like 17-0, you know, anywhere between 14 and 3, 17 and 0. They're that good. Easily number one seed in the NFL. And then you have me, who I think you know, my my kind of group is. I think they could win 11, 12, 10, 12 games. They're gonna win their division, but I think they're gonna get beat by the Bills. I think the Bills have a better team. I think the Ravens, if they can shore up their defense, they might have a better team. But you know, I'm gonna say this about the Chiefs. Week 1, the Cardinals stunk. We need to wash that out. The Cardinals were terrible. We we just, we got to get rid of that. And the reason I'm going to say why is cuz the Cardinals looked back on it. They had eight starters out. You're playing backups and practice squad guys. They had three guys on their squad. Their starting squad. They were practice squad players. That's pretty big. You know, you're playing versus you and me. You know, average, you know, I'm not saying average Joe's, you know. I mean, these, to be fair, these guys, you know, if they're they're—they're—you you know, if they're bad to NFL standards, they're more athletic than I will ever dream of being. You know, got to give the got to give the practice squad, but practice squad guys, the flowers, you know, they they are NFL athletes. But that said, man, you know, you didn't even run them with the chiefs. You, you you have eight starters out. You know, there's there's 22, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. I got special teams. Not going to count that. But yeah, 22 starters and eight of them are out. So You have almost half of your starters out. Well, you're gonna lose. You know, you're gonna play a team that's got a great offensive play call. You got several defensive starters out, you're just gonna get sliced and diced. The Chiefs, the Cardinals looked really bad, and they were supposed to look really bad. And then I'm gonna say two things. You know, you know, after this, I'm gonna kind of discount the Cardinals games. They were supposed to beat him and they did. The Chargers games, I think I, I think Justin Herbert outplayed. I mean, I, I think anyone who watches that recognizes that Justin Herbert outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I will not say by a wide margin, but it was real. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes. They had two BS flags um, in that game where they should have been called picks. And then two callback, two got dropped, right? I think one got dropped by Derwin James. I think actually both of them got dropped by Derwin James. Um, But that says a lot. You know, I think, you know, dropped a couple picks. He really should have gotten a couple picks in that game, maybe even three. The Chiefs offense does not look as good as it should. And they beat the Chargers. They barely beat the Chargers. I I don't I'm not gonna I'm not ready to crown them AFC champs yet. I'm you know, granted, I'm not ready to crown the Bills AFC champs yet, but I think personally, I think the Bills are a better team. I think we're gonna see two things this week, right? Um, I think the Bills are gonna show, you know, if Micah Hyde and Um Micah Hyde enjoyed important play. I think they're going to crush the Dolphins. I think Tua is going to struggle in that game. I would say less than 200 yards, personally. Um, you know, they're their starting cornerbacks who are rookies have proven to be pretty good players. So that's going to be interesting to see if they can actually hold up versus this track team that they have on the Dolphins. So I'm, I mean, for me, I'm super excited to see this game. So I think the Bills are going to be able to prove that they're the best team in the NFL, hands down. You know, at least in the AFC hands down fight out they're the best team in the nfl i think we're gonna roll with it i think the chiefs now again hot take crazy take right i think you know against the spread so i'm just gonna say you know um i was listening to uh you know some some money talk stuff um against the spread teams who got shut out the previous week um who were you know teams who were favored who got shut out the previous week so the colts were favorite were favored versus the jags got shut out you know Terrible game. They did not play well. They looked horrendous. They're 61%. Overall, 61% winning percentage. Yeah, 39% losing percentage. But, you know, just flat out, straight out, they win 61% of their games. I don't think the Colts are going to win. I just don't. Um, I think I'd be crazy to say that. But I think they could give the Chiefs more trouble than they actually think. Um, I'm just interested to see it, man. Now you're not going to throw for a lot of, you know, you're not, if you are the Colts, you're not going to throw for, you know, 450 yards and five touchdowns in happening. Um, You do not have the kind of firepower that that team had, that that team needs. You got Michael Pittman and then a bunch of Joes. No, you know, no offense against, you know, um, Jonathan Taylor, but Jonathan Taylor can't shoulder that entire offense by himself. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan looks exactly what he is. He's old washed up, you know, Um, not every, you know, not every old quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Some of them are Peyton Manning. They hit 39 years old and they're throwing 12 yard ducks. Um, and it's rough. I mean, it looked rough. Eli Manning did not look great when he was in his late 30s. You know, Phillip Rivers, his last year, Chargers or uh, last year with the Colts did not look great. Now, granted, he got into the playoffs, but he was not the Philip Rivers we saw for, you know, 14, you know, what, 16, 17 years. That said, um, I think the Colts I think the Colts could give him a little bit, you know, I think they give him a little bit of trouble. I think Jonathan Taylor could, you know, have a pretty good game. But I think we're going to see it's pretty definitive this weekend that the Bills are better than we thought, and then the Chiefs are not quite as good as we thought. So that said, I mean, this is just me. That's me. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, there's some breaking news around the NFL. Justin Herbert it looks like he might actually be out versus, uh, the, I think, their next game. I think they're playing the Jags. Um, I would – this is a sneaky game for the Jags. Uh, you know, I'm going to – before I even start on week three, I'm going to talk about week two, you know, finish up with week two. Um, Chargers looked pretty good. Their, off, their, their offense looked extremely boring. Um, it reminded me of Clemson's offense, honestly, after they lost Tony Elliott. It is boring, man. It, it, it sucks to watch. And I don't understand why – this is what I'm going to say. I don't understand why in a league, in, a, in, a, in an era of offense that you have right now, you know, you have so many teams running the Kyle Shanahan offense, zone runs, you know, play action packages, just a lot of really cool play designs. You're constantly getting guys open, scheming them up. Uh, man, like, how do you run a boring offense? How do you run a boring offense, man? It doesn't make sense to me. And you have, you have a Cadillac. Sorry, let me phrase this. You don't even have a Cadillac. You have a Maserati as your quarterback. Top tier guy. Mechanically perfect, strong arm, perfect stride, never makes some, you know, never makes a mechanical mistake. You have that guy as your quarterback, and your offense is bland and boring. What? No, man. I I, want to see way more with their offense. They got to get, I mean, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but you got to bring in some. I mean, you have such a, I, I just don't understand. I could go on for about 10 minutes, but I've watched both Jags or both Chargers games. Came away from both of them, both those games. Going, there's so much potential left out on the field. There's points. There is points left out on the field. You have Austin Eckles, your running back. Your wide receiver one is Keenan Allen. Your wide receiver two is Mike Williams, and your quarterback is Justin Herbert. And you're 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 calling the play calls that you do. No one, I believe he, I believe Justin Herbert right now is top three in the NFL since he started. Since he since he came out of Oregon, is top three, top three or five in the NFL. He is up there for short yardage throws, highest percentage of short yardage throws. The dude could throw over the mountains, and you're gonna use him for a lot of checkdowns. I get it. Tom Brady had a strong arm in his, you know, middle of his career. Threw a lot of checkdowns, played played a safe because he could. You know, that's that's what led to success. But I'm just saying, I really, I want to see some more then just check down, check down. That's just me. Um, I'm a big over top guy. I love watching off, you know, I love watching offense. I love watching some hard hitting defense. They have a great defense. Darwin James, Khalil Mack, um, you know, Joey Bosa, you guys got you guys locked down, you know, defense. I'm just saying, man, just take some over the top over the top shots. Just, just let your offense explode. But all we're seeing right now is just dink and dunk. And like I said, you have Justin Herbert. Just let him rip. A uh, couple more things I want to talk about, you know, it's going to be a little bit a shorter pod. I'm just trying to get, you know, trying to get pump my content out there, probably going to do another one tomorrow, uh, be a little bit longer, but uh, yeah. So i want to talk about, you know, one thing is the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I think the Philadelphia Eagles could win the NFC. I really do. I think the, I think every other team, it seems to me every other team has problems. You know, let's think about the top, you know, let's, you know, let's run through the top three or four teams. Most people think of when they think of NFC contenders, right? Um, You know, I think – and I'm just going to say, you know, I think surprise, you know, shocker, you know, Trey Lance gets hurt, really sucks for him. The 49ers are better with Jimmy Garoppolo than they were with Trey Lance. I think that's inarguable. But I think the the 49ers are going to be right back there in the mix. They just play there; – they're just a hard team to play against, man. But that said, um, I think, you know, let's think about the top teams in the NFL, the top teams in the NFC, right? You know, you got the Rams. Matt, you know, Matt Stafford, pick-throwing machine, always has been. Granted, he led the leagues in pick, led the league in picks last year. They still won the Super Bowl. They really hit their stride in December, had a really rough November, but really hit their stride. That said, their offensive line, they lost, you know, Andrew Whitworth, their offensive line is nowhere near as good as it was last year. You know, we've seen a lot of rookie mistakes. Um their play call design has been a little more limited because they haven't been able to do much with their guards. So I think I don't think their defense is quite as good as it was last year either. You saw them really struggle versus the Buffalo Bills. Sneaky backdoor cover by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, they they had they had a comeback, and uh I don't know, man. Marcus Mariota, I get it. You know, he's a he's a runaround quarterback, so sometimes it's just sometimes they just put up points. It is what it is. But the the Rams defense got something going on. They got issues. So their offensive line is struggling and their defense is not as good as it once was that that's that's cause for concern right there. So we got the Rams, right? Let's talk about, you know, some of the other teams in the NFL, the Packers. Packers got a rookie wide receiver core. I'm concerned about it. I'm I'm as concerned about it as anyone else, and I'm a huge Packers fan. If this rookie wide receiver core doesn't get going, man, by week 8, we're screwed. You know, we're not we're I mean, we can run the ball all day long. We can run the ball versus pretty much anyone. I'm excited to see him tomorrow versus Tampa. That's going to be huge good a good litmus test to see if we can actually, I don't know, beat a good team. But they can't just run the ball down everyone, especially during playoff time. You got to be able to throw over top. You got to be able to win with your arm. And last year we couldn't beat the 49ers because we couldn't win with our arm. You know, Aaron Rodgers was struggling in the cold and, you know, and you know what it really, what have really helped is, I mean, granted, I mean, we, if we need to be able to run the ball, like we should have been able to run the ball versus the 49ers, but I'm just saying the Packers have got questions. Rams got questions. 49ers are going to be right back there, but you know who plays a very similar game to the 49ers? Hard-hitting defense and a good offense. Let me rephrase this. They don't play a very similar game. They have, they have, they they will match up well versus the 49ers. Is the Eagles, man. The Eagles look great. The Eagles look fantastic. I love I love what they're doing with their offense. They essentially, when, when Jalen Hurts got to the NFL, they essentially made Oklahoma for him in this offense. I remember Nick Sirianni had a really bad press conference. I will say this. The dude clearly knows what he's doing. I mean, he's got some idea is you have a year two quarterback and they win nine games with him. They go nine and seven, make the playoffs. You know, granted, they lose versus Tom Brady. I mean, who cares? You If you lose versus Tom Brady, no one's going to be mad. But you lose versus Tom Brady. Cool. You're nine and eight. Well, boom, boom. They win two games this year. And not only do they win two games, but they look absolutely dominant in those two victories. They crush the Vikings, which I was happy because one of my best friends, Um, you know, he kind of he was talk trash talking a little bit. He's a big Vikings fan. Um, kind of talk, kind of talk a little bit trash, but uh, it was good to see you know Vikings lose. I gotta love it when the Vikings lose, man. But I mean, they crushed the Vikes, absolutely crushed them. So I don't know, man. They have a really good defense. They have a very creative offense. Jalen Hurts. I mean, versus the Vikings, he was slicing, dicing. He was very patient in the pocket. You didn't really see him take off in a lot of runs. Um, that's one of the big issues with running quarterbacks is uh, before the cop, before the pocket collapses. They do they 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 are sometimes better at sensing pressure, but sometimes they like invent pressure and then they'll run out of the pocket and get sacked, or they'll run out of the pocket, you know, and the play busts down. And Jalen Hurts has shown two things: he can be creative on his feet, and he can throw from outside the pocket, but he can also wait until the play develops. He'll sit in the pocket, wait until the play develops, make the right read. You know whether it's a you know a seven yard out route that he's throwing to his tight end, or he you know he or he drops it down the field. I mean, they have a good offense now. I mean, they have AJ Brown, who is arguably one of the better wide receivers in the end, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and they have Devontae Smith. Who looked fantastic? Thank God I started him. I almost didn't start him versus the Vikings. I was like, you know what? I think he's gonna have a bounce back game. Had a bounce back game, got me like 18-19 points. It was awesome. He was a huge part of that victory. Uh one week two. Currently undefeated. Probably not gonna win this week. Um, you just gonna be a little bit of a tougher week to get, get out of that with the W. But I'll update, I'll I'll update you guys next week. Um, but that said, you know, I mean their offense looks good, man. The Eagles look good. Eagles look like they're playing tough, they're playing hard, playing physical. Uh, Their defense is hard hitting, you know, Darius Slay is, you know, he could be, I mean, I think by the end of the year, I mean, he could have the most interceptions and he might, you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, his odds as the defensive player of the year just went up. That's all I know. Just saying. Um, So Darius Slay looks really fantastic. I'm going to talk a lot, a lot of NFC in this pot, honestly, but I'm excited, man. Uh, I think that, I mean, what I would do, I'm not going to lie. I would pay a lot of money to watch the Ravens and and the Eagles play. It would be fantastic. That would be a killer game. You got two, two running quarterbacks who can throw. So either you're gonna throw over the top or they're gonna run it right on your throat. It's gonna be awesome no matter what. You know, but and two, you know, the defenses. I mean, honestly, awesome that great in that game, as crazy as it sounds, I would take the Eagles. Their defense is just better. But who's better than the Eagles in the NFC right now? I mean, I'll wait, like I don't know if there's anyone better than the than Eagles in the NFC. I mean, let's I mean the NFC East, I mean, they're gonna walk away with their division, I believe. I think they're way better than the. I mean, the Cowboys. Granted, they won versus the Bengals. Cooper Rush is clearly a top end backup, but that said, I don't. I'm not gonna put a lot of stock into that, you know. But, hmm, sorry, excuse me. Um, but I think they're. I think the. I think they're best team, um, in their division. I think I would pick them over any team in the NFC South, including the Bucks. Uh, the only thing I would be concerned about is the Bucks' defense is elite. Um their top end on their top end talent on their defense is fantastic. So I think they might struggle versus the Bucks, but I mean it'd be a coin flip game. I might still take the Eagles just because they are more inventive on offense and they do also have a good defense. They might just stifle Tom Brady. Tom Brady's offense clearly is just struggling. Um, you know, I mean he shook that iPad. And there's a reason. Um but so that that said, I mean, NFC South, NFC East, who's he better than? I would take him over the Packers. Honestly, I would take them over the Packers. I would I mean the Packers and the Vikings. I mean, clearly they just shellack the Vikings. I would take them over the Packers all day. I think they could beat the Packers, you know, 23 20, you know, 24, 27, 20. I think they could crush them. Um, I think it'd be a hard game for the Packers to win. I think the only way they would be able to win is just run the ball. Um so I mean, but in, over NFC West, I think the 49ers are the one team that I'll be like, you know what, they might not be the best team but they match up really well with the Eagles. Um, That would be interesting to watch. But I would take them over the Rams right now. And, again, like I'm just saying all this stuff, you know, but I I like the Eagles a lot. And I'm not trying to spend, you know, half of my pod on the Eagles. I'm just saying the Eagles clearly have a very talented team. Howie Roseman is a good GM. Nick Sirianni has clearly got something going on up his sleeve. I mean, he's clearly at least a decent head coach. But that said, I'm going to get off the Eagles now I'm um, stop riding that horse. I, I'm excited. I want to see what the Eagles can do. I think Jalen Hurts has made a lot of progress. And from all reports, he's a great guy, good, strong character. You just got to root for guys who have strong character. And I'm excited to see what they do. A um, couple things I'm going to bounce around the league real quick. I'm going to talk about Bengals. You know, the Bengals, let's just talk about it, man. They're struggling 0-2. I think they're going to write this ship, but I think they're going to sneak in and be a wild card team. The Ravens clearly going to win that division, in my opinion. Um, you know, Tom Brady versus, you know, he chucked that tablet, came out, said it was, you know, it was honest. He got some stuff going on with personal life. I think we all know what that means. Um, Giselle's probably in and out. Uh, who knows what's going on? But uh, we clearly kind of have an idea of what that could possibly mean. Um, you know, bounce on the league, you know, uh, Mike Evans is suspended. I uh, maybe should have got suspended. Maybe, maybe not. Packers fan, I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I think he should have gotten suspended. I mean he he came from the sideline to hit a player, knock him over. Um, you know, I it doesn't seem like a lot, but if it'd be one thing if you're standing four feet away from him and you kind of jump at him, he was on the sideline, came all the way from the sideline. You can't do that, dude. Um, that said, you know, Packers, I'm expected them to be the Bears. They beat the Bears. They didn't look amazing. They just didn't. Um, they 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 gotta do some work on the offense they got to get the balls in the hands they got to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers um and while he did a good job of that i want to see more from romeo dobbs and christian watson we have two really talented rookies romeo dobbs runs fast physical runs hard um christian watson's got top end speed they just got to get the ball in their hands man um a couple more things around the league uh you know i'll finish up wrap up the pod but uh yeah, the Steelers, man, they looked an up on offense. Um, I'll, I'll bounce. Let's I'll just talk about week three for a second. You know, I'm gonna bounce and say, man, um, bounce into this uh Browns game. They gotta get they gotta get done with Mr. Bisky, man. He is terrible. Um he had that incredible catch versus, you know, on with George Pickens. And then they played their team. Um, the Browns kind of played some like some prevent defense in the last fourth, you know, beginning the fourth or late fourth quarter. He had two completions to his tight ends. You take away that, take away the 40 yards for that, the 30 yards for the George Pickens catch, man. I mean, he barely threw for 130, 140 yards. And that's not going to pass in today's NFL. You're just not going to pass, man. So that said, they got to get them. They got to be done with Mitch Trubisky for a brand that's always been good and always been stable. They're now one and two. So, I mean, they've lost the last two weeks. Lost versus Patriots. Should have won that game. They lost versus the Browns. Honestly, you're playing Jacoby Brissett. You got to win that game, man. You're playing a backup quarterback. Now, granted, you also are starting a backup quarterback. But whose fault is that? Not anyone else's but your own. Gotta start. Gotta start Kenny. You got to start your first round pick. I don't care if he's ready. If and I, I'm like, and I said this. I said this a couple weeks ago, right? Kenny Pickett is as ready as he's going to get. He was, a, I believe, he was a four year starter. It's not like he was Trey Lance, started one year. Kenny Pickett is as ready as he is going to get. You gotta start him. Get him in the game. Just play him. Cause he's only gonna get experience one way. So with that, I'm gonna wrap up my pod. You guys have a great day. Thank you again for joining. Go ahead and hit that like, hit that subscribe. Um, but I'll come out with another pod tomorrow to discuss the week all the all the week three games, like I said, except the Cleveland Brown ones. I just—I'm not interested in talking about that. Just spent 30 seconds—it's long enough to, to spend on such a boring game. Um, one thing, last thing is, gotta say, clearly Cleveland stacked. As soon as Deshaun comes back, are we just gonna assume that he's gonna be good? Because he was good the last couple of years, but he hasn't played in a couple of years. Just saying, um, something to think about. But you guys have a great day. Like I said, hit that like and subscribe.